I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorty. He's one of the MCSCs that comes in from Tab and sits down and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we have four lines wide open on this Saturday morning. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, so we'll bring up some news as we wait for your calls. The FCC is screaming at Apple. The Apple, uh, the FCC commissioner over there, uh, Ajit Pai, is urging Apple, turn on your FM chips in your iPhones. Because we've had a couple of storms lately. Yeah, it's been a long time, you know, seven plus years of quiet, you know, no hurricanes at all to speak of. And now we've had a few come through. And uh, FCC is saying, you know, we can't communicate with people through the emergency broadcasting system if there's no way to receive the broadcast. And yes, when we were kids, when Gloria came through and we lost power here in Connecticut, we could hear people still on the radio. Or when... Every now and again you hear the test with the e Yeah. Superstorm Sandy came through, we lost power, we had the radio. And the beauty of that is that it just works. It uses a broadcast. You just have to have power on your device, but you can buy things called batteries and listen to the radio. So FCC wants Apple to turn on their chips. I guess they've, these Apple devices have had FM radio chips in them for some time, but they stopped putting them in after the iPhone 6. So the FCC is uh, screaming at Apple for something they can't turn on anymore because Apple, in their infinite wisdom, making their phone lighter and <laughs> a little faster, a little better camera, removed the, the uh, FM chip uh, from their 7 and on devices. So- do Androids have an FM chip? I have no idea. But they should. I hope they do. I really wish they do because it's a right way to – this is a great tool, and it would be great to be able to have access to the FM or AM radios. Should, then that would destroy the the extra money you pay for streaming your apps or streaming your music I know, right? your I data. Know. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, that would be counterproductive. I mean, we wouldn't be able to make a profit. The counterproductive is <laughs> counterproductive is the fact that you're sit, everyone in Puerto Rico can't talk to one another because all they have are smartphones and there's no broadcasting happening to have them here. Hey guys, you got to go pick up the diesel fuel that's sitting at the dock so you can get this island back and running. Yeah, and a lot um, of the towers are down. Yeah, well, yeah, all the cell towers are down. No there's power. no power. But if you have a broadcast, you you could tell people what to do with the radio. So I, I, the fa- the fact that I'm even saying this seems kind of weird that we don't know this. Uh, that clearly you should be ready to rock and roll. I mean, poor Puerto Rico. They had 80 years to prepare for this hurricane. It's the last time they had a hurricane of this magnitude hit them is 80 years ago. 
Um, and now, since there's no FM radios anywhere down there, nobody can talk uh, to each other. But the FCC is all upset at Apple. Turn on your radios. But if you have a 7 and on, you don't have the chip. And I don't even know if mine does. I should check that. I'd like to know. <laughs> I hope it does, because I like the radio. Peaked your radio interest, is, didn't I? Radio, I've been a radio junkie my entire life. So, And guess what? Radio just works. All right. Your calls are coming in, so let's get to your, your calls. And we will go to uh, Don and Goshen. Hey, Don. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Fine. Although my computer isn't, but uh, I am. That's, what, that's, that's why we're here, Don. <laughs> uh, uh, my, my laptop, uh, as of yesterday, uh, doesn't want to boot up. And there's two things that it does. Uh, if I'm not very quick, it just goes to a page where a bunch of numbers and letters and lines come up. And, the, uh, and it gets to this thing that says DHCP. And then there's an underline, and there's like a stick that goes, you know, turns end over end on top of it. Then oh, yeah. every few seconds, another line comes there, and the stick moves over to it. And then after it does that four or five times, then the, the significant things it comes up says, uh, uh, no boot file name name received. Oh, boy. Then it says exiting Broadcom and operating system not found. Not good. Okay. Now, the other thing is if I'm really quick when it starts up, I can hit F2. It tells me at the bottom, hit F2. Yeah. And it takes me to a uh, a setup utility, Phoenix Secure Core Setup Utility. The bias. Yes. Which then has a bunch of things on the top, you know, it, you know, uh, information, main, security, boot, right. and exit. Yeah. And I don't understand anything that's under any of those things. I'm wondering, is there anything I can do to wake it up? Uh, you need to replace the hard drive, which failed. Yeah. So the machine can't see its hard drive, and it's trying to boot off the NIC card, which is From the next thing. From the network thing. drive, yeah. And it's done. So your hard drive failed. How old's the laptop, Don? Oh, it's it's it's. It, I'm not sure exactly. You know, it's old. It, yeah, it, yeah. I got it when Windows Seven first came out. Okay, You're very old then. Um, I don't know when that came out, but it was you know. Yeah, long ago. It's over five. Two thousand and seven. Yeah, so ten years old. Yeah. So you would want to consider replacement of the whole unit, not buy a hard drive. Okay. So it's it's we would pronounce it gone. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't <laughs> bury it in a hole in the ground in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So yeah, you need it your drive failed, so you need to get a new hard drive. And in this case it makes no sense on a system that old to do so. Okay, and if I were to get one, if I were to find one, even a used one that's cheap or something, it would you know would it be able to wake the thing up, or or would it, or would it start from from? It would start blank, so you'd have to load okay. the operating system, which you may not have the disks for. Yeah, I don't think I do. Yeah, and then start fresh. All your data could be gone um, on this laptop, the hard drive. Depends on if you had it backed up. Did you have it backed yeah. up? Uh. No. Well, I, I, I don't really store a lot on it. So okay. I've really then you're okay. Done that. But so. uh, I guess the only the only thing is the nuisance of, of of redoing all my favorite pages and and those sorts of things. But it. Yeah, that's I easy mean, to I redo. I just have to go to them and and do them, tell them to do that. Yeah, that's easy to fix. Okay. Yeah, but I would not spend any money on a, a laptop that's ten years old. It should be uh, responsibly recycled. Yeah. 
and I've only been using it because it was working. And I, I, I actually have another one that I that I hate. It's a it's a Windows 10, and I just hate that. Thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, and when it opens up, it just reminds me of the old Netscape I had back in the 90s. It does. Really? That's what it reminds me of. Huh. I mean, the way it's just got all these little things that you go to instead of just having a list of things you hit on and say, go to this page, go to this page. And right. this, you know, the Netscape thing used to have a picture of a, you know, a den and an office and a kitchen <laughs> or whatever. And you say, okay, go to this. Oh, that's thing. right. Oh, and, and, and that's what this Windows 10 reminds me of, and I just hate it. Yeah, no, I remember those hokey little things where they had you yeah. click on these areas of a picture to, to yeah. get into a system. Yeah, yeah you're kind of right. Microsoft had an OS for a short period of time that did that yeah. called Microsoft Home. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. I oh. didn't say another yeah. word, but, you know. Yeah. So, oh, well, Don, sorry about that. And Unfortunately. Anyways, you, you told somebody else there's, there's some sort of a shell I can yeah. use on that to get it to look like Windows 7? Classic oh. shell. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. Okay. We'll we'll put a link out there. It's already probably already out there. We'll put a link out there for you again. Okay, great. All right, Don. Thank you much. You're welcome, sir. Yep. Bye. 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 All right. So his laptop's hard drive has failed. Let's move on to Dennis and Avon. Hey, Dennis, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, uh, okay. Got a little frustration here. I've used Firefox, and Fox News is my homepage. Uh huh. And for some reason, when I try to open up a Fox video, mm-hmm. I get a, a just a blank X popping up. And yeah. What, what, where's that coming from? I, I fiddled around with... Uh, it's a plug-in that you're missing that needs to be updated. Uh-huh. Most likely has to do with Flash. And Flash is a very uh, poor... It's not very secure. And uh, Firefox has kind of stopped support, which is a good thing. Um, make sure that it's not your browser by using a different browser like Chrome and seeing if your videos will play. I assume they will. Oh, all right. Um, that way you don't have to spend too much time trying to make Firefox work. Firefox is a little kludgier and slower than Chrome, so oh, all right. I'd have you try the, the beach ball versus the little fox going forward. Seems you guys have always recommended Firefox in the past. So the thing about IT guys is that we will change our minds. Okay. And the reason we do, <laughs> the reason we do is because uh, technologies improve and change. Uh-huh. So you know, it, it's our experience that right now Chrome wins. Chrome is it huh? right now, right. but but in in three months, it could be a whole different browser that wins. Um, things change. I mean, heck, remember Blackberries? Uh, I've never used it, but yeah. What happened to them? Right? No, I think they went off the edge. Yeah, exactly. So the technology, somebody had a better mousetrap, and uh-huh. they, they lost. So that's the I, kind of thing with IT guys. I will switch to Chrome. Take a look at it. You'll, I think you'll appreciate it. It's faster, and uh, I assume your videos will play fine. Okay. I have it, I have it here on my taskbar. I, so I use it occasionally for, you know, brow, uh, like Google search and stuff. But yeah. All right. Let's we'll try it. Let's the homepage. All right, Dennis. Thank you, sir. You got it, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, IT guys will always change their minds. Well, sometimes, you know, we have to because somebody builds a better mousetrap. Exactly. We're going to put a link up here, too. Unlock the secret FM tuner in your Android phone. So certain Androids do have uh, FM radios without using any data. So that's that's good. We'll put a link up there from CNET. And I'm going to go to Paul in Litchfield, who has a similar question. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Uh, talking about communication in Puerto Rico, 
There is communication. It's called oh. shortwave radio. Yeah, that's been around forever, right? That always works. And and the and the amazing thing is people don't. I'm no. I'm not a ham operator. I was actually at a a, a fellow's house, and I pull up. He's got he's got this array of antennas. At any rate, and I said, so what's happening in Puerto Rico? And he started explaining to me how it actually works. And that if you're if you have someone in Puerto Rico and they they know where a ham operator is, there's actually a relay system set up yep. where somebody in Puerto Rico can get a message to someone in the United States. Yep. Uh, by a ham radio, and then of course, it comes, let's say it comes to me or you, right. um, and you just say, "Okay, I need a home phone number for this person." You call them up. You say, "Hey, we just got in contact with so and so in Puerto Rico. They're called to say you're, they're fine. Right. You have a message you want to send back to them." Yep. And it like works that way. And the best part about it is, it's free. Yeah, it's free using technology that's so and, old. Yeah, it's technology that's forever and. Um, yeah, I, I just figured I'd you know, call that, you know, put that out there uh, yep. in case somebody is trying to reach someone in Puerto Rico, because you know obviously ham radio is much more extensive in the United States, but it is possible. Oh sure, and it, you know it, it'll take time, which most people don't seem to understand anymore. <laughs> right, uh, no, no instant gratification. But is there is there a uh, a link or a, a website that your friend could refer us to that we could put out there for folks who did want to try to tap into that ham radio? Network? I honestly can't answer that question because I didn't ask. I didn't ask him that question. Okay. Uh, is there a way for you to ask him and get back to us? We're here till eleven. Uh, not today, unfortunately. That's okay. All right. So there might be a, a ham ham operator out there that's listening now that might be able to yeah. let us know. Hopefully. So, all right, Paul. All right. No, good good point. Thanks very thank you very much. Yep, love the show. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Um, that's the key with this stuff. Old technology like broadcasting works. The streaming garbage. You know, if you really want to listen to music and you want it to just work, I can't tell you how many times I've had my Pandora stop. It just stops. Because they want me to pick up my silly cell phone and look at it. Are you still listening? I was until you stopped my music. You know? This idea is this data, right? We're all paying for these streaming um, these services, and they have to dump data down. And they don't want to dump it down to somebody who's not listening, but I can't listen. when you, It's just it's, it's an oxymoron. I was listening until you turned the music off. Thanks. <laughs> That's technology for you. I don't, I don't know. With radio, I can just turn it on, and it just works. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Joe, Juan, a uh, couple lines open for you guys. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. We're here till 11 o'clock. Sorry. Go ahead, Bob. And I'm Bob. Yeah. we got to have that, man. <laughs> it's like Sheldon knocking three times. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Let's go to uh, your calls. Dan in New Britain up next. Hey, Dan. Hi. Hi. Uh, great show. Thanks. Um, I'm an amateur reader operator, and I think the best way people could, in, in Connecticut anyway, could... Um, figure this all out about getting a message down to Puerto Rico or vice versa, mm-hmm. is called the ARRL in Newington. I don't have the number right in front of me, yep. but it, it's easily, you call director assistance or, or Google it. Yeah, we just put a link uh, up to it. Yeah, or, yeah, you could put a link up to it, but uh, they could, they will know which hams in in Puerto Rico are, are handling messages right now, yep. and they would know, they could tell people where 
their loved one needs to go to. But, the, you know, how does that work? How do you get the message to the person that you can't contact? So it may be a little tricky, but if they can somehow get a message to, to them, um, but, but they would have the most information about how to go about this. Yeah, and the thing about this that we're talking about it now after these, these storms come through, you would think as part of these preparative kits, this type of stuff would kind of be there. Hey, if we don't have power or access to this stuff, here's how you can go to this place, this town hall or this building, right. and, and it's not set up. I mean, I don't, the one thing I can pretty much guarantee is a disaster. How about you? Can you guarantee right. that? I bet you can guarantee it. There's going to be a disaster. We just don't know when. You'd think we'd be a little more prepared for these things. And uh, and you've got this great technology like ham radio. These guys are – so obviously they're just enthusiasts. So you, you yourself have, are, are an operator. How far can you reach with this system? Well, with um, the HF high-frequency radios, like shortwave bands, they yep. can talk all over the world. So from Connecticut to Puerto Rico or you know, the northeast United States to Puerto Rico is, is routine and no problem. Nice. Amazing. So, again, this technology really should be leveraged by default. I would think you've got all of these emergency, you know, we've, we have all these emergency uh, centers in Connecticut. I would suspect that within that group, there's this ham radio person who says, hey, by the way, when all the other IT garbage that we've got in place fails, this stuff works. <laughs> the only problem with Puerto Rico right now is that if there's no power, the ham is going to have to be geared up enough to have to have emergency power. Some hams have that, some don't. Well, you, if the guy doesn't have power and he has no battery backup or anything, you, he's still stuck like well, everybody else. Yeah, but you'd think that that technology would be part of the town, uh, the government operating, right? I mean, you should have a generator and you should have a, a ham radio considering you can speak anywhere on the planet. It's, right. Is it me or you just stick up an antenna? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not an antenna guy, but it's a big piece of metal. And yeah, it's, a, it's uh, typically a long wire or a um, an antenna on a tower. Yeah, like a beam antenna on a tower. And you know, you can buy generators for very little, and stock, right. stock up and get. And the storm is coming. You know, it's coming for quite some time. It's coming from Africa, right? So it's like you could you, could, you can get the gasoline ready and get ready to power up a generator and. I mean, there's really no excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not not a big surprise. Like it wasn't, you know, 1800s. Oh, is there a storm coming? I don't know. <laughs> Boom. I think it's like a lot of people, they probably didn't expect it to be this bad. No, no, exactly. But having the technology already laid out, like you just said, they don't know how to get the messages back and forth. It should be just part of the the fabric of how they operate. We used to call it civil defense. Right. Right. Well, hams in the United States practice this whole message handling thing constantly. Yeah. So, in the United States, it's pretty much a, you know, a, a well thought out plan. Right. Puerto Rico, I'm not sure how how much they do it. And my question though is, for the hams, they're ready to go, but are they connected to to government? Is there a handshake going on there? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's um there's a group called CERT. I'm not quite sure what it stands for. Right. That's off the top of my head, but they connect with government and right. participate in exercises and all that. Well, Dan, thank you very much. you got to go to a hard break here, but we appreciate the call. All right, take care. You too. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. So we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we were reading an article from Wired that says every cell phone in the in the world has an FM chip. 
Now, I'm trying to figure out mine on my phone. and It's not turned on or activated if there is one in there. But according to Wired, everyone has one. So obviously the reason they wouldn't want the chip to be turned on is because they want you to consume data. But in an emergency situation, the same way Tesla expanded the battery for those Floridians to escape Florida by taking the crippleware off of their limiting of their battery power, maybe we can get the cell phone manufacturers to take the crippleware out of our FM chips because... One thing I can guarantee in this world is a disaster, and things like radio can get the word out, even when the cell towers are down and the streaming is broken. As long as you have a battery, you have the access to information with uh, radio. For those you young whippersnappers out there who don't know what radio is, <laughs> let's go to uh, Joe in East Hartford. Hey, Joe. Yes, hello. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I would like to know, uh, I mean, I searched the uh, internet, how to burn a CT to a, a CD. A CT? A CAT scan. It used to be called CAT scan, and it's computer tomography. Oh. And you want to burn the image to a CD? Yeah, I, I think it, it's, the image of the CT is already on a CD, I believe. Okay. And I want to copy it, so I need a copy it to a CDR, I think. Correct. So you need to have a burner, a CD burner in your computer. All right. How do I know that? I've got uh, Microsoft 10. Does that come with it? Well, it's a hardware piece. First, your, your, your CD-ROM drive inside your computer has to have the ability of burning CDs. If that machine is seven years old or younger, I bet you it has the hardware in there to do it. It's probably yeah, not a CD, old, though. So it's probably a DVD. Yeah, but it'll still burn, it'll still burn CDs. Should. Yeah, say that uh, again, Joe. What was your question? Uh, it, uh, it's less than uh, three years old, and it's uh, Lenovo. Okay, does it have a DVD drive in there, a CD-ROM drive? Uh, how would I find that? Does it have a, a tray that you can pop a disc into? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that, that's how. So you're all set there. I bet you it can burn discs for you. Now you have to go get some media. You have to go get a CDR. Uh, okay. And you go to Staples and get a couple of CDR uh, media. Okay. Now, now you need the uh, ability to copy that file, that CAT scan. So you take it off your the CD you have now, copy it to your computer. To Word or uh, what do I copy? Just it? drag it. Just yeah, just drag it to a to your to a directory, right? Make a directory called CAT scans and copy it into your CAT scan directory as a file. It's a picture, right? It's a JPEG or it's a TIFF, it's some sort of image, correct? Uh, I don't have it on, and I don't see it. Um, I'll have to look at it. So I'm looking for a CT scan. Um, yeah. So somebody gave you a disk with that data on it, correct? Correct. Okay. So most likely it's some sort of image file. Uh -huh. um, I don't know what it would what it'd be called, but it's an image file. that You want to copy that image to your drive, your hard drive. Am I exporting it? No, you're just you're just browsing to it from your CD-ROM drive, which would be your maybe a D colon. Um, when you put the CD in there, you browse the direct you you browse the the uh, file structure to see if you can find that file. Okay. You might need a little help if you're not following what I'm saying, uh, because it's fairly basic what I'm talking about um, uh -huh. as far as far as looking at files, and I don't yeah, want. I'm, I'm not computer literate. Yeah, so. that's I, yeah, and that's okay. Uh, it sounds like you need a little help. Uh, is, is there a vendor and uh, other vendors that will uh, do this for me, uh, like to Staples or? Yeah, I would bet you could bring your. Is it a laptop or is it a 
computer? No, uh, I'm using a, a, a desk, desktop. So I would bet you Staples would help with uh, taking that file and moving it from your CD to a thumb drive or some other media. I can't okay. say for sure, but it all depends on how friendly those guys are. Okay. What about the geeks over at uh, Best Buy? Yeah, and so it all depends on their willingness to assist you with what you're doing. Um, because you're, you're, at their mercy. you're a little bit at their mercy because it's not typical. Um, but Staples does move data from from uh, media to copiers all day long. Um, okay. I bet you could go to their copier desk and say, "Look, I need you to. I need to go buy a thumb drive." Do you know what a thumb drive is? Oh yeah, I, I, okay. I have. I, oh yeah, I've written books, so I, I have thumb drives. Okay, so bring your bring your disc to them. And say, and then go buy a thumb drive at Staples. At least buy something there. You know how you have, if you want to use the bathroom at McDonald's, you got to go. You got to buy a coffee. Same idea, right? So go buy a thumb drive, and then give them the disc and say, "Hey, can you help me get this CAT scan data to this thumb drive?" And I bet you'll find a very well-meaning person. Now the problem is, this is HIPAA data, right? This is medical data. Yeah, exactly. What they technically should do is freak out and say, "No, they can't help you," but that's just the nature of HIPAA. <laughs> But I highly doubt they're going to actually think about that when they when they try to help you. Well, these are originals, so I don't want to destroy the. No, no, CD. no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think you need a little help, Joe. I think that's the easiest thing to do for you. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Good luck. Uh, there is no such thing as a CD burner. Then. Like, no, no, there is. There is. You already have it in your in your computer. The problem is, I don't think you're. If I have to explain to you how to find that file, to do yeah. that copy and paste, I think you're going to have so much trouble with all that that you need a little help from somebody. Yeah. Else. Uh, yeah, I think that might be where you should start. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, Joe. All right, guys. All right, bye. bye-bye. It's not that he can't do it, but if just browsing media well, is the, a challenge. The file extension is probably not a common one because yeah. they're saying they use a DICOM format, which is digital image communications for the medical industry. Yeah. So um, it just depends on what the format's using. Then you got to have something to interpret it. And they right. said there's a lot of utilities for free that's available. It sounds like he just wants to copy it. So let's go on to Juan in Hartford next. Hey, Juan. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I uh, just want to know, is Microsoft doing something to not let Tor browser run on Windows 10? Because if I update, it will not run. Which browser won't run? Tor. Hmm, I'm not catching that. What are you calling? Tor. T H O R. Oh, Tor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's dark web stuff. So the Tor. The Tor. I used to run, and now if I upgrade, I can run an old version, not a new one. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, anything with the dark web, I'd tell you to stay away from. The Tor browsers are all dealing with, uh, you know, getting access to content that is copywritten or something you got to pay for. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, illegal content. It's all illegal stuff. So uh, I would tell you that they might be. Um, if they're smart, they are blocking Tor because Tor is a dark web and it produces a whole lot of trouble for all of us, Juan. I'd tell you to stay away from it. That's just me. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. I understand, but you're going the dark web typically is through the Tor browser. I mean, I'm sure there's geeks out there that'll tell me, "Oh, you can use it for legitimate reasons." I'm sure you can, 
Um, but I would recommend going to like a, a Chrome or something else than than staying away from those types of things. Juan, that's just me. They just that they track you so much when you use the other browser. Yeah, we use Chrome a lot. I think that's what all you're right. saying. All right. Uh, oh, I got a story for you. Very short one. I just I have a 11 year old computer and I'm running Windows 10 on it. Just 11 <laughs> years old. Door. Wow. I know. Well, I've been through two, no, three hard drives by now and three graphic cards. Wow. Oh, great. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, I'm using ASUS Maximum Formula on it. Um, okay. Maximum Formula 1, I think they're up to 7 or 8 by now. That's how old it is. Wow. I'm, okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with you. Our phone conversation, your phone connection is kind of bad, and then I'm trying to hear what you're trying to. So, what's your question? No, I'm also just because you guys, people said they're using old computers. Oh, okay. Oh you're, my god. You're bragging. You're bragging yeah. about your ability. All right, that's cool. All right, good job keeping that thing running. I appreciate. Right, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, if you want to spend that kind of time, three hard drives, three hard drives, three video cards. I mean, if you got the power and the and the time, hey, more power to you. Uh, <laughs> Paul wants to make a comment. Hey, Paul and Cromwell, what's up? Hey, I got to tell you, you should have been a doctor because man, you got a lot of patience with these seniors, and I know because I'm one. Hey, you know what? Everyone needs a little help, and uh, I would hope that someone would take the time for me if I had a question. So it's my our pleasure to do it. That's great. You got a great outlook. I enjoy your show, man. Thanks, Paul. Take care. All right, bye bye. Yeah. And you wouldn't want me as a doctor, no. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna step out uh, for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Uh, this is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. Classic rock. <laughs> we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Lessie will be in uh, with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Um, so stick around for that. Let's go to your calls again. We're going to go to Dave in West Hartford. Hey, Dave. Hi, hi Eric and uh, Bob. How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, I just have uh, a question. I, uh, uh, I, I've been getting uh, – uh, Chrome has been sending me – uh, clips from uh, Fox News, and uh, uh, you know, I, I, it was great because I could see uh, all the hurricane coverage and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't get cable TV, so this was great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, one of the things, and then some somehow I uh, I was being sent uh, uh, Albanian TV. Ah, fun. Know, and uh, and very attractive women and all this stuff. <laughs> and then uh oh. Yeah, and I just and then the little black box came on and said you you know you should probably get off this site and I I said well you're right and what am I doing I would I would never do this on my uh, on my um, what what, uh, what little uh, black box laptop. came on what little black box came on it, it was a little black box that that right in the center it said uh, uh, you, this this should not be watched or something on like your that. on your phone on the phone on the phone as I, as I'm watching this. Uh, uh, Albanian belly dancer. All right. So that's why I said, you're, you're right. What am I doing watching this? Thing? I didn't so know the I, phones had a conscience. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I so I click, but I I think that you know Albanian TV. You know it's it's 
might as well be Romanian or Russian TV, yeah. uh, that I might have gotten a virus into my phone. And I was right. wondering if malware bytes can be used on a cell phone. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is a malware bytes uh, app from what we just checked, right? For Bob? Android, but not for iPhone. Is yeah, it? It's an an- I have an Android. Okay. Yeah. So yes, the answer is yes. Um, you can okay. go. You can run that program. Webroot is also available. You could use a Webroot. ESET is a good antivirus for Android as well. It's free. Okay. They have a free flavor. They'll charge you for other uh, functions, but ESET's well, a good I have, thing. I, yeah, I've got the uh, Geek Squad uh, plan, so maybe they'll give it to me for free. I don't know. Mm. I don't uh, know. But but malware bytes has as an app for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you can go ahead and scan your system. And if you st- come up clean, it could just, there could be something still in your browser cache as far as <laughs> past Albanian visits that'll, right, that'll right. still come up. So you may have to clear that cache. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I learned my lesson. I appreciate it. I just never heard of a black box that comes up and says, you shouldn't be going here. <laughs> you shouldn't hey, be going yeah, here, Dave. I don't know. Maybe it was Chrome trying to protect. Trying to, trying to tell it me, could hey, be. So yeah. Chrome does have some malicious protection uh, if you end up at some areas of the dark internet there. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. In, it's inter- I'm just curious to see how they actually stated it. Yeah. Are you sure you really want to see this, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, what, what are you, crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's good, though. It's good. It wants, and, But then you went you clicked on it anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost oh, like yeah, it's. A, I, well, I figured it wasn't my laptop, so I'm I'm fine. And then I realized, wait a minute, this is uh, the internet. This is the, yeah, you can't. You're nobody's fine on the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Dave. Okay. Thanks a lot. You got it, sir. Okay. Yeah. When your phone is telling you you got, you shouldn't be going there. Don't go there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. I'd like to know what kind of a phone he has that has a conscience. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. I, that's well, cool. I've not seen that stuff, not because I'm a prude or anything. I've been all sorts of places on the internet, but I've never seen the warning that comes up and says, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> I think I'd be really, really worried if my phone started to do that. The only time I've seen those sorts of things is when they want me to subscribe, not necessarily to... Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right, let's go on to Judy in West Hartford. Hey, Judy, what's up? Hello, had a question for you about Firefox. Yeah. have a uh, Dell computer with running Windows 10 on it, and Firefox occasionally hangs. Yeah. I've had no problems with Chrome. Yeah. Is that a known issue with Firefox? It could be. Again, Firefox seems to be a lot slower than it has been in the old days. So we've I've been just advising folks to just switch over to Chrome whenever you have issues. Um, they're both great browsers, and Firefox did a great job many, many years uh, but uh, Chrome seems to be eating their lunch. It's a faster, more reliable browser right now. So okay, great. Yeah, I would Thank either. Thank you very much. Yeah, you can update Firefox to see if it works better for you, or clear the cache, all that fun stuff. But or just switch over to Chrome. Okay, great. Appreciate right. the advice. Thanks. You got it, Judy. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, known issues. Yes, there's known issues. There's known issues with everything. Well, nothing's perfect. Yeah, they're all. There's always a problem everywhere. Um. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. A couple lines open if you want to get in before the top of the hour. Everything we've talked about today has been posted live. Mike G. posts it to our old-fashioned website at computertalkwithtab.com. Name of the show.com. If you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems and Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy, the post may go into your news feed. Maybe. 
Again, he has to deem it worthy. And then, yes, the the latest media out there now, Twitter. We have a Twitter feed, Tab Computer Sis. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can get these links as well. So thank all of you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Dr. Alessi's up next. If you're if you're in the mood for some apple fritters, head down to Southington. The apple harvest has started in my hometown. The parade is tomorrow. It's supposed to be gorgeous. And, uh, of course, we also run next week as well. So have a great time down there in Southington. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.